Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Last week, we reported that Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and centrist Democratic Senator Joe Manchin have taken significant steps behind the scenes to put together another reconciliation package. One of the biggest updates we learned impacts energy and climate. Manchin, who killed the last reconciliation package and is the Senate Energy Committee chair, has indicated he will not support a bill that sends direct payments to companies that produce clean energy for consumer use, also known as direct pay. So today, Politico's Kelsey Tamburino and I discuss the significance of Manchin's opposition to direct pay, what that means for Democrats' chances at passing a reconciliation package, and how it could impact President Joe Biden's clean energy goals. It's Thursday, June 23rd. So, Kelsey, we reported a story building off our colleague Burgess Everett, who said that Senator Joe Manchin, the key vote here is Democrats look to bring back their reconciliation bill, opposes language that would allow direct pay for federal funds to the clean energy sector. And this has big implications for the clean energy tax credits more broadly. So, What do we know about Manchin's current stance on direct pay? Yeah, so we've been hearing for a while that Senator Manchin has had some concerns with the concept of direct pay, particularly giving money to companies that are already profitable. So we're talking about solar and wind companies that are more established now than they were when, you know, some of these tax credits were initially put into place. And that essentially means that Proponents of direct pay are now concerned that that could fall out of a reconciliation package as we move forward. It's not immediately clear if he's wholesale against all aspects of direct pay or if there's a way to bring him along in an eventual package. But right now, we know that the senator has concerns about the mechanism of direct pay. Right. So how would you describe just kind of what direct pay is and and why we're talking about it and why do proponents really see it as key to deploying more clean energy and making this tax credit package successful? Yeah, so direct pay in the simplest of terms is a mechanism in which companies can receive a direct payment of cash from the Treasury Department in lieu of monetizing a tax credit that they would get. So traditionally, and how it works right now is developers rely on big banks and what they call a tax equity market to finance their projects in exchange of those banks or other providers, financial institutions to utilize those credits. So direct pay would basically cut out the middleman here and allow companies to receive a direct payment from the government, which in turn proponents say would allow them to deploy faster, to utilize these credits beyond the scope of what we're seeing now in terms of wind and solar and would allow those technologies to ramp up faster. They also say that the use of direct pay would basically cut out, like I said, this middleman, which would mean that they can finance these products on their own, which in turn would give a lot more certainty to the future of some of these industries. Yeah. And interestingly, what came up in our 
reporting is that the clean energy industry and supporters say that direct pay could particularly be useful for getting newer technologies like carbon capture, advanced nuclear up and running. These are technologies that Manchin has an interest in, as, as one source told us. Taking direct pay off the table is hurting the technologies he, as in Manchin, says he wants to help the most. So did that strike you as well? Yeah, it's really interesting because when you're looking at the tax equity market, there's kind of a finite amount of money available. You know, it also is dependent on the interest of banks to finance these projects, to take on these projects. As we approach potential recession or something like that, you could see that appetite dwindling from banks to take on these big projects. So one of the benefits of direct pay is that it expands the scope of what can move forward because there wouldn't be limited by banks and their appetite, which would mean that as we're seeing this push for more clean energy, we're seeing push for offshore wind, which is very capital intensive, that would basically open the pool of projects that could move forward. So yeah, you would see essentially more room for nuclear, carbon capture, hydrogen, which could be constrained by a limited amount of appetite in a tax equity market. Yeah. And and if the worst case scenario for clean energy proponents comes to pass, and it really is direct pay, falls out. I mean, I think one thing obviously we'll be following is what does that mean? Where do climate hawks, where do progressive Democrats come out on the ultimate package if, if one ever emerges? Does that, is that a deal breaker? And I think at least from some of the conversations we had, particularly Tina Smith, she's a senator from Minnesota, a climate hawk, has been really involved with the clean energy tax credits. I mean, she said, I'm going to be look, looking at, does this package reduce carbon at the level necessary and whatever it takes, we can't let perfect be the enemy of the good. So I, I think most people would probably still support the package. We know Democrats are politically pretty desperate for a result here. Was that your read too? Yeah. So pretty much everyone I spoke to for the story and have talked to about this issue for the past couple months, nobody says that the elimination of direct pay would just kill the overall bill. The clean energy tax credits as passed in the House last year and as proposed also include long-term extensions of key tax credits. So the ITC and the PTC, which are really what clean energy advocates have been calling for for a long time. There's other provisions within that package that they're really would like to see in place. So I don't think anyone thinks that if Manchin were to sink direct pay wholesale, that they would oppose all of the reconciliation package. But I do think what they say is that it just makes it harder for these companies to reach those goals and to deploy as fast as the administration has targeted and as these industries themselves have set targets for themselves to achieve. Also, industry sources told Politico that today's meeting between Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm and oil and fuel-making company executives will not deliver much to curb fuel prices. Industry executives have already been meeting regularly with Biden administration officials at DOE and the National Economic Council to figure out how best to reverse the nearly year-long climb in gasoline prices. While both the government officials and the industry executives have their respective wish lists, there's little to be done in the near term that will ease prices at the pump. For context, the meeting today comes after Biden called for suspending the federal gasoline tax and urged individual states to suspend their own gas taxes temporarily. But a bill suspending the federal gas tax is unlikely to pass in Congress. 
For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.